Do you feel like you're running on empty and that nothing seems to top up your batteries anymore? Is it getting harder to concentrate and easier to make mistakes? Do you find your fuse is shorter than ever and that smaller things are stressing you out? And if one more person tells you to be resilient, they might just find that the bouncing back they're suggesting is at the end of your virtual fist. You are not alone. In today's episode of the Soul Led Leaders podcast, you will discover why far from being the antidote to burnout, classic resilience actually causes it and my five-step solution instead. So welcome to episode 26 of the Soul Led Leaders podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, author of Ditching Imposter Syndrome and Mentor to Passionate World Changers. And what you will cover today on why classic resilience covers burnout includes what burnout is and what it isn't why it's not a sign of weakness, the three pillars of burnout, the problem with classic resilience and why it's not the antidote to burnout, an insider secret on how classic resilience actually causes burnout, why the opposite of being burned out is not turning into a couch potato and my five-step solution I've spent the last 17 years developing that we need instead. So if this sounds like it's resonating for you or for members of your team, listen on. The Soul Led Leaders podcast is for corporate leaders who are making waves and changing the rules with their hearts, not just their heads. But they know that their secret 3am self-talk is getting in the way. Where others stress about the status quo, you're the action taker who drives the changes and making a difference and being a crusader is hardwired into your DNA. The Soul Led Leader podcast is here to help. Led by Claire Yosa, law changer, eight times author and international speaker, each episode is designed to help you to clear out the secret glass ceilings you never realized you'd put in your own way so that you can step up showing up with all of who you really are and reclaim your power to make the difference you know you are really here to make in the world with clarity, confidence and passion. So welcome to episode 25 on the Soul Led Leaders podcast. Now there are lots of extra resources you're going to want today from today's episode. So make sure you check them out at soulledleaders.fm forward slash two five. HR directors are telling me that burnout is one of their biggest worries for the second half of 2021. They can see that people have pushed on through far too often, that they're on their knees, but they don't know what to do about it. They're doing things like beanbags in meeting rooms and free subscriptions to mindfulness apps, but it's just not cutting it. And today we're going to find out why, and specifically why resilience, mental resilience, being able to bounce back is actually a trigger for burnout rather than a solution. But to start, what is burnout? Burnout is something that is clinically diagnosable. It is something that your doctor or a health professional could tell you you're running, but it's also a sliding scale. And by the time we get to the stage where a GP is going to say, yay, Claire, you're burnt out and signs you off work for three months, things have gone far too far. In its essence, burnout is the physical, mental and emotional exhaustion that means it's impossible to keep going. That is at the extreme end. It can lead to physical disease. It can lead to nervous breakdowns. In my case, the first time I burnt out, so spoiler alert there, it wasn't the last time. I was 19. I ended up with chronic fatigue that I have run ever since. I still have to be really careful how to spend my energy. So burnout is this deep, bone-tired exhaustion when nothing tops up your batteries. 
But as I said, it's a sliding scale. We can stop ourselves at any point along that scale and turn it around. And the earlier we can, the easier it is. But what burnout isn't, it is not something that we should be proud of. It is not a badge of honour that we should be celebrating in organisations. And yet in too many companies, that's exactly how it's seen. And I want to ditch one of the burnout myths right now. Those of us who've been through burnout, we often see it as a sign of weakness. But actually, burnout is a sign that you've been strong for far too long. And that's one of the tweetables for today's episode with the hashtag soul-led leaders. Burnout is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you've been strong for far too long. So from my research over the last decade and a bit on burnout, and well before that, in fact, when I started my first experience of burnout and my second experience of burnout, I discovered that there are three pillars for burnout. The first is our environment. And if we're looking at our working life, that's our physical working environment. And it's different for each of us. For some people, working from home, if that's what they were able to do during the lockdown, will have been a heaven-sent gift. They could arrange their workspace just how they wanted to. It supported them in thriving and performing to their best. They had the support they needed. For others, it will have been hell on earth. Potentially sitting on their bed. 24 hours a day with their clients knowing what colour their dressing gown was in the hook in the background, feeling like they've got no boundaries and desperately missing that face-to-face people contact. Similarly, when we go back to the office, one of the things we're going to find is that for a lot of people, being back in the office is not how they thrive with working, at least not full time. And that environment can trigger burnout for them. For others, particularly extroverts, they'll find that being back around people boosts their energy levels and prevents burnout. And if this topic is of interest for you, there's a great interview I ran with Joanna Rawbone for the Lockdown Leadership Conference this last month on a tale of two lockdowns and how to make hybrid working introvert friendly. The link for that is on the show notes for this page at soulledleaders.fm forward slash 25. So the second pillar of burnout is our culture. That might be our culture from where we live or where we grew up or where we were born. Some cultures are naturally more workaholic than others, which are more laid back. But that's also our corporate culture. It's how much are we expected to work? How hard are we expected to push? How competitive is it? How flexibly can we control what we're doing and when and how and with whom? And this is something I want to talk about a lot more in the next episode next week. So I'm not going to spoiler alert on that one. Then the third pillar of burnout is what's going on inside us. Our habits, our conditioning, our secret fears, One of the core things we found in the research over this year as we've looked at the impact of imposter syndrome is how large a role it actually plays in burnout. And if you want to understand the five hidden triggers of imposter syndrome and how they cause burnout and what we can do about it, obviously, then make sure you catch my masterclass on this. You can join up for that at claireyosa.com forward slash burnout. It's an absolute fantastic session. It was so popular, we're actually running it again live. So make sure you've got your free ticket for that. So the three pillars of burnout are environment, the culture, and what's happening inside us. So now what happens, and CEOs ask me to to sort this for their teams, is they want teams to be resilient. Nobody wants a tiny problem to turn everybody into a moaning what's it, where we all compete for who's had the hardest day and nothing ever gets done. But there's a problem with resilience. Resilience in its classic form is about bouncing back. 
It's about taking that knock and by the next morning being able to show up as though nothing had happened. But here's the problem. Your body feels every thought you think. So if we have to go through the middle of that brown stuff and we have to go through whatever it was that was stressful or difficult or horrible or uncomfortable or painful or toxic, then do you remember from episode three of the Soul Led Leaders podcast? You can listen to that now. Well, next, obviously, (laughs) at soulledleaders.fm forward slash zero three. In episode three, I talked about the link between the thoughts we think, the biochemical stress responses in the body, our emotions, and how that can trigger the inner drama queen or inner drama king. So go and have a listen to that afterwards. So we've been right through the middle of this tricky situation. We've had the full body experience of the stress and potentially even trauma it caused. And by the next morning, we're supposed to pretend that nothing happened. So this is the problem with classic resilience is you have to go straight through the middle of the brown stuff and then bounce back. And the way most people do this, because those emotions can be really challenging and we're telling ourselves the what if stories in our heads, is we push it all on down. We grit our teeth and we push on through. This leaves us stuck in chronic stress. It damages the body because we get stuck in that stress response, the fight, flight, freeze, the sympathetic nervous system. It can lead to us becoming hypervigilant where we're constantly on the lookout for threats, which exhausts us physiologically, emotionally, mentally, and means that we're more likely to end up burned out. So this is why classic resilience is not the antidote to burnout. It's often actually a cause. So I can hear you asking, so Claire, what are we supposed to do instead? Are we just supposed to all sit there and wallow in our misery? No, absolutely not. So firstly, something that came up in a recent imposter syndrome keynote I gave for a corporate brilliant question. I want to talk to you about why the opposite of being burnt out is not turning into a couch potato, or as my nine-year-old discovered recently on a trip to the living rainforest in the UK, a sloth or sloth. I'm not sure whether it's a bit of a scone scone moment, isn't it? How do you pronounce that? He fell in love with the sloth. And he wants to be one. You know, at nine, obviously he loves his sport, but he also really loves moving slowly, if moving at all. And a lot of us think that if we're not burnt out and running at full pelt, then that's how we'll end up. It's vegging out on the couch, hanging in that tree like a sloth, sloth, and doing absolutely nothing. Now, the question I was asked at the end of this masterclass was, I was talking about how we need to set ourselves from free from imposter syndrome and, and move from fighting to flowing. And somebody asked me, but how will I get anything done if I'm not stressed? They were using the adrenaline of their stress to actually get them taking action. It had become their main fuel. And this is a really common reason why we end up burnt out, is we keep on pushing through. We keep relying on the adrenaline and the cortisol to be able to give us the energy to get things done. But actually, it doesn't have to be that way. When we are in that fight, flight, freeze response, everything becomes a battle. The tiniest comment becomes something that we have a sense of conflict over, even if we're doing well with our emotional intelligence and keeping that inside. It builds and builds and builds the stress to by the end of the day, we're absolutely exhausted. And the only way we can get back down off those high cortisol and adrenaline levels is to turn to our favorite coping strategy to bring the stress back down. We don't need to be stressed to get things done. Think about a time where you've lost track of time and you just got so much done that you actually couldn't believe it. That wasn't stress, that was flow. That was that relaxed alertness. 
The other problem with stress and heading towards burnout and the bounce back resilience is when we're in that state, the fight, flight, freeze mechanism is running. The body is diverting blood flow from the frontal cortex of the brain to the primal part that cares about survival and doesn't give two hoots about whether your report actually makes rational sense. It's not good at medium to long-term problem solving. It's good at firefighting. So the further we head towards burnout, the more stressed we are, the more we try and bounce back and push on through and pretend we're okay, the harder it is to concentrate because of that blood flow and the more likely we are to make mistakes. So the opposite of being burnt out is not turning into a couch potato. It's getting back in flow, being in the zone, allowing things to happen through you rather than feeling like you've got to force them. And I've been running a lot of resilience workshops over the last 15 to 18 months for corporates and for my clients and my students. But here's the thing, I do not teach classic resilience. What I teach instead is how to control what we can control. Yeah, we might be able to have some influence over our environment. We might be able to have a little influence over the culture, or that might be a longer term project, but we can have a huge influence over what's going on inside. So I teach people how not to be knocked for six. So there is less to bounce back from. It's like a bulletproof best. It's like a sense of immunity to other people's stuff, to what's going on around us. So we are no longer buffeted. We're not feeling like a boat being tossed in the storm. We're able just to have our blinkers on and go through the middle of it without having to have that extreme emotional response, without having to go through the stress, having to go through the pain. It simply doesn't affect us as much anymore. And we're able to get back in flow much more easily. So it's like if you imagine you had an inner pendulum. And if somebody boshes that inner pendulum, for a lot of us at the moment, it would swing for quite a long time. And what normal resilience does is it's like grabbing that pendulum and insisting it stays still. And then the vibrations that were swinging it rattle through your body. What happens with the natural resilience method is somebody comes along and boshes And the pendulum is so grounded and so calm and so comfortable in its own skin that it barely moves at all, unless you want it to, because sometimes we're addicted to the drama and the soap opera stuff, yeah? That inner calm, the pendulum comes back to its calm point much more easily because it didn't need to move as far. So you're being naturally resilient. Instead of bouncing back, you're not being knocked for six. Instead of pushing on through, you are flowing not fighting. Instead of pretending that you're okay and denying how you're really feeling and showing up as any part of who you are, you're being real. Instead of coping, you're working and achieving your results with ease and grace. Instead of surviving, you are thriving. And this is the crux, the outcome of my natural resilience method. Promised you the five steps. Here they are. Step one of the natural resilience method is being able to press pause with near instant de-stressing strategies. If we try to turn things around while the body's flooded with the cortisol and the adrenaline and everything else, then (laughs) we're primed to think more negative and stressed out thoughts. By being able to press pause, to come back to your inner still point, you're able to then start choosing how to respond. And there are ways you can do this in under 60 seconds. Step two is rewiring your brain. This is about turning your inner critic into a genuine cheerleader. Easier than it sounds. It just takes practice and the right techniques. And it's about being able to choose which thoughts to feed. Do I really want to go down that drama cycle 
Or am I just going to choose to flow through this? Am I going to choose to let somebody else do their drama and I can just get on with doing what I do best and doing it well? Number three is then rewiring your body. This is retraining your nervous system to release and set yourself free from the physiological addiction that we have to adrenaline when we're on our way to burnout, when we've been chronically stressed. There are ways to do this both in a few moments and in 20 minute chunks that allow you to reprogram the body at a cellular level to have a calmer response to external stimuli instead of going into full on fight, fright, fight, flight, freeze every time. Number four, resetting toxic boundaries. This is all about reclaiming your personal power, looking at where we gave it away, finding ways to set those boundaries, but without creating conflict. Because when we reset the toxic boundaries, be it with people, be it with situations, be it with ourselves, yeah, then it sets us free to feel more empowered. And it means that we no longer feel that we've given that power away. We take back control of how we experience life. And then step five is about flowing, not forcing and fighting. It's about creating new habits for life that allow you to be naturally resilient. So life doesn't knock you for six. So you get to the end of a week and think, wow, I just kind of sailed through that. And it was quite fun, actually, rather than feeling like you've been absolutely devastated and having to spend the night dragging yourself back from that dreading going into work the next morning. So... That's the natural resilience method, the five-step solution I think that we actually need to be employing as a matter of urgency to be able to prevent what HR directors tell me they're fearing, which is an epidemic of burnout. So my resources for you on this today, I've got a few. One, make sure you sign up for my burnout masterclass. You can get access to that at claireyosa.com forward slash burnout. If you want to join me on the next round of the Natural Resilience Method program, it's absolutely life-changing and so much easier to do than you might think. You can join up there, get on the waiting list at claireyosa.com forward slash natural resilience. There's plenty if you've got Ditching Imposter Syndrome, my latest book on how to reset your stress levels in there. Remember, I talked about how the thoughts we think affect the body and the emotions. So episode three of the Soul Led Leaders podcast is yours for that one. And there's something else that's really important for us right now. A lot of your team members are going through the day trying to hold back the tears. I'm not joking on this. When I talked about this on my masterclass last week, there were people saying, whoa, how did you know? Okay, we're pretending. People are coping. There's an article I'd love you to read. You can find it on the show notes page, soulledleaders.fm forward slash 25 why your leaders need to start using the F word if you want your business to thrive. And I'm talking about feelings. Emotional intelligence means being in contact with our own feelings, but also creating a safe space without it turning into therapy for our team members to be able to express theirs too. So if you're going to do one thing now, make sure you're on my burnout masterclass list, clairyosa.com forward slash burnout, and make sure you're on the waiting list or joining us if doors are currently open for the natural resilience method to find out exactly how to do the five steps for yourself. And later in the year, I'm also going to be offering an upgrade training on that for people who've completed that program to be able to be first aiders to support others with this too. So your take action now challenge. 
for your organization. What do we need to do to help staff to avoid post-lockdown burnout and support them in becoming naturally resilient? And for yourself, what one thing could I do today for myself that would top up my batteries or help me to breathe? I hope you found that useful. If you have, please subscribe via wherever you love to get your podcasts. This is out Soul Load Leaders free every Friday. And if you've enjoyed it today, please consider leaving us a lovely little review on iTunes. A nice little five-star one. It helps other people to find the podcast too. It makes a huge difference. I'll be back next week where I'm going to be talking about the burnout topic that made my masterclass Zoom chat go wild and why companies need to stop ignoring it. I hope you have an amazing week. Show notes, deep dive resources and access to Claire's inspirational weekly soul-led leaders email is available for you at clareyosa.com forward slash soul-led leaders. 